You're listening to Noted Conversations and I'm your host, Lisa. Noted Conversations is a fun podcast series that focuses on real life and everyday experiences. Think of this podcast as a DM session that keeps on giving. The podcast series will help bring those aha moments and personal experiences that are super relatable to the women of today. Each episode will be a dedicated topic of its own. Nothing is censored and nothing is off limits. If you're looking for wholesome and authentic content, you're in the right place. Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Noted Conversations. I'm your host, Lisa. Today's episode is one that is super relatable and I'm sure everyone has been feeling this way at some point in their lives, no matter what age you are. It's about what to do with your life when you don't know what to do. So I guess it's kind of finding the purpose or your why in your life. I'm actually going to be telling you um, how to find it, not what to do with your life, but how to find it and exactly how you might be feeling my personal experiences. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode because I've definitely felt this way multiple times I can't even count the many times I felt this way. And I just want to remind everyone that it's completely normal. So if you found yourself in this position, these are probably the feelings you might be feeling at the moment. You might be feeling lost. You might be feeling unworthy. Probably a lot of fear. Fear about uncertainty. You'll probably be feeling uncertainty too. Um, scared I guess of what the future might hold pressure whether it be from yourself or from family even society all these feelings are going to be completely normal when you're unsure of what to do with your life and I think from personal experience I've definitely definitely felt all of these things and I think the reason why I feel these things is just the uncertainty, the unknown of what's going to happen, especially if you have a family or you have a mortgage or you have lots of different responsibilities, not knowing what to do or if you're unemployed, it can be a really scary time. And I think the most important thing to remember at these at this time is you might be feeling like you're in a deep pit and it's easy to just have a lot of negative self-talk saying that you're useless and unworthy but it's really important to try and stay positive and basically stay basically just tell yourself that it's just a moment in your life and it's going to pass because eventually the most important thing to start off with is to take that first step into finding what you want to do with your life and I think until you get up to that point you're going to feel pretty shit for a while I have actually found myself in a position, and this is really, really, really personal. I finally landed my dream job. I publicly announced on my Instagram that I left my uh, job as a content SEO specialist and that I was going to go into a new challenging career. I even changed my LinkedIn profile. And unfortunately, it didn't work out for me. I left after six business days into my first week I guess into my second week I left that job because it just wasn't for me so you can understand how I'm feeling right now I feel pretty embarrassed and I feel really 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 um, scared scared because I have responsibilities and 
and I'm, I'm unemployed at the moment. But the first step that I took to kind of getting back into things is I started applying for jobs and it was really hard for me to kind of get myself out of bed to do it, but I managed to do it. I've applied to God probably more than 20 and I'm still waiting to hear back. I have really good support from my friends and they've told me that this is completely normal. It happens to a lot of people and it's okay to, to feel scared. And this month, the month of March, I've decided my words for this month, my intentions is to surrender and adapt because I knew that this month was going to bring a lot of change to me and it's changed again. Um, I guess the thing is, I actually do know what I want to do with my life. And I'm really proud to say that I actually started studying part-time. Um, I'm studying part-time at uni again and I've decided to study nursing because I've always wanted to become a midwife. So it kind of brings me into the next stage of this episode where I actually talk about my own career path. So um, when I was about 18, I wanted to become a midwife. Um, How that came about was um, I just had this yearning for helping women and I loved the idea of helping women at a very pivotal moment in their life where they're welcoming their own child. And I can't think of a better job than to help women bring their families into the world. I think this came, this, <laughs> I think this seed got planted into my head because when I was about 16, 17, Offspring, the show just came out and that's one of my very favorite shows of all time. Um, it follows the life of an obstetrician who has a lot of struggles in her life, a lot of ups and downs. And I just really loved how rewarding her job was. I never pictured myself as a doctor. I think that doesn't suit me at all. But being a nurse and being a support aide for women, I feel like that really suits me very well. So um, in December last year, I applied to do some online study to go back to university. So this will be my second degree and I got accepted. And um, for many, many uni students, they've been back at uni for about a couple of weeks now. And I was trying to struggle my new job with uni and it just wasn't happening. And obviously the new job fell through. I just wanted to say as well that not a lot of people know this. I, because I felt so embarrassed, I haven't really told a lot of people like my my parents don't actually know. Um, so I've just been kind of dealing this with this myself and I'm going to get myself back on my feet. It is hard to stay positive when something like that happens, but I think taking the time out for yourself is really important. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to be a midwife when I was 18. I applied to study being a midwife, but I didn't get in because of um, my, they call it an ATAR mark. So it's your final uh school study marks after year 12 so I kind of went into tourism management um that I only went into because I was kind of like feeling a lot of pressure to get into doing um something at uni because I know my parents wanted me to go to uni if I could do this all over again I probably would have not gone into uni straight away I probably would have wanted to take time to think about what I really wanted to do and then I ended up finishing uh, my unit my first degree um uh, as a business degree. So I ended up staying at uni for five years. I changed to business and I, um, graduated with a business degree at UTS. Um, in my final year of UTS, I applied to work at the bank. So I worked at Commonwealth Bank of Australia and, um, that's where I guess like my very first real job, um, 
began because I'd been retail for so many years prior for about four to five years I was in retail and um, I thought the bank was somewhere I really wanted to be because I saw my older brother um, grow in the bank he was very successful he was there for about nine years so that type of career really attracted me because it seemed like from the outside he was earning a lot of money and he seemed really happy there and at the time I wanted a secure life I wanted to earn good money and the bank just seemed like a really good place to have a very secure job so that's that's where I um, started my very first job so I was at the bank for about three years and it wasn't until the last year of me being there that I realized I don't want to do this anymore because for a long time I've always been a very creative person and that was when I realized I don't know what I want to do with my life but I know that I didn't want to I didn't want to stay in banking anymore especially in the role that I was in I just couldn't I couldn't grow anywhere I couldn't go anywhere and it was because at the time and I'm not really sure if that's still the culture um, if it's still the case I guess but if you wanted to go to places you needed to know people and I wasn't exactly in a position where I was networking a lot I probably would have been able to do most of the roles that I applied for within the bank but because I didn't have any connections I wasn't able to kind of get through the interview process so it was really hard for me to grow so I made the decision to apply for something different and this was a very pivotal moment in my life because I wanted to change my career but at this point I had my beauty blog. I had noted beauty blog for, um, I think at this point about three years now, but it was a different name. So I'd been blogging for such a long time and it was a very, um, big passion of mine. I loved creating content. I loved photography. I loved making videos and I just love sharing about makeup. And it was just such a big hobby that I did on the side. So I thought, you know what? I want to do something in that space. Like I think I'd be really good at it. So that's when I found the, um, the content and SEO role that I was in for about two years. Um, but I started as an intern. So I decided to leave my job at the bank where I was earning really good money and begin as an intern again. And I was earning, um, not a lot of money. Like I was probably earning like four to $500 per week, uh, during this internship period. And the internship period went for three months and it was probably the most challenging, hardest, like time ever in my career that I've experienced because I basically never, you know, I was never really a content writer professionally. I just did it as a hobby and I, I did feel a lot of pressure to succeed and I worked really hard and then I stayed there for two years and I did really well. I had really good relationships with my clients. I had really good relationships with my coworkers and I learned so much. I grew so much as a writer and there were times where I felt like an imposter in my role because I was like, am I actually a content writer? Like, is this me? Like I've never ever pictured myself in a cultural role. So every single day that I was at that agency for two years, I was super blessed. I felt so grateful. So, so grateful. So it brings me back to where I am now, which is basically me sitting here on a Thursday. (laughs) I'm unemployed and I'm starting the job search again and I come to a time in my life where I'm feeling really really lost and afraid but then on the flip side of that it's an opportunity for me to really think about what I want to do when I'm unsure so here are a few things that I've done for myself to really think about what to do with my life when I don't know so 
these are a few things that I do myself that I think will help you guys. The first thing that I think might help you into finding what you want to do is perhaps doing an ikigai. So I'm really sorry if I've like totally butchered that. But if you've never heard of what an ikigai is, it's basically... um, it's basically a tool that you use to try and find your sweet spot or perhaps a reason for being. So it's it's a Japanese concept and what you do is you draw these four really big circles and in each of these four circles you will write out what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for and what you are good at. And in the middle of these four um, circles that's where you'll find your purpose or your sweet spot so I did this actually just for fun um I think the end of last year because I was doing Lavender's dream life series that she um she provides for free it's like a 10-day course where you kind of just create your dream life and it was very very valuable I highly recommend that so I'll link that in the show notes if you guys are interested and it was really it was so much fun just like writing out things that I really love doing, what I'm really good at, what the world needs and what you can be paid for. And that's when I came to the conclusion that I really wanted to pursue being a midwife again, but I still wanted to be a content producer or a content creator at the same time. Like these are two passions that I really want to do and I don't see why I shouldn't be able to do both. So I was really, really happy when I kind of came to that conclusion And I'll also leave a link to um, the diagram of the Ikigai down the show notes. So if you're interested in finding out what your sweet spot is, you can. Um, But it's little tools like this that are so simple and that don't take a lot of effort. Like you just really need to look within yourself to find out what you're good at because everyone is good at something. And I have to say, like after leaving you know, my dream job that I just left, I did feel like I wasn't really good at anything because I felt like I failed. But I think, I think the thing that I really have to remember is that failure isn't a bad thing. And I said this in my first, um, episode as well, that it's, it's just about learnings. And I think my friend told, told me this today. She said it was actually really good and was really brave and honest of me to leave something that I knew didn't fit me well anymore that wasn't the right thing for me and I've been doing that lately like I've left lots of things in the last three months that haven't been good for me and it does take a lot of courage to do it but at the time you don't feel brave at all Maya Angelou says having courage does not mean that we are unafraid having courage and showing courage means we face our fears we are able to say I've fallen but I will get up and I feel like that is so true. Like, I feel like the decisions I've made in the last three months, I feel like I I don't feel brave and I don't feel like I have a lot of courage, but it does take a lot of strength to say no to something that doesn't work out for you. And having to deal with the aftermath is really hard too. Like, I feel embarrassed. I feel, I just feel like I've really like fucked up my whole life by leaving a a job like I'm unemployed now but at the same time it's I think I've opened a door for myself and it's really hard for me to see that and I know a lot of people will be feeling the same way as me but I think if you really want to do something in your life you need to take that step first in saying that you do and then really making those small steps into doing it 
And it's about like spending at least 10 minutes a day towards your passion to really achieve it. So Ikigai is a really good tool to to try if you want to find out what exactly your sweet spot is. The other thing that I think might help you kind of take that first step into figuring out what you want to do is actually looking into hobbies. Is there something there that you can do? So my hobbies include dancing, obviously blogging, podcasting is a hobby of mine. Is there anything that you can do in your hobbies that you can actually turn to a role? And I guess like in saying that if you're working full-time in a job that you don't like, maybe you can pursue something in your hobby as a side hustle. So I had this really cool idea um, because I love gratitude so much and I think that practice is really important. I've I'm actually thinking maybe I should design my own gratitude journal and get that printed out. Like it's going to be a lot of work, but I need to start somewhere. And I think that's a really cool thing. You know, you have so many ideas and I think it's really important to write them down and share them with people and bounce it off people and see what you think. But I think that's how I got into my, um, my role that I was in before as a content SEO specialist. I looked into what I was really good at, what I enjoyed. And I thought, I love blogging. I love writing. Why can't I do that as a job? And that's where it led me to, um, So it's really all about just kind of like sitting with yourself and really, really talking to yourself, seeing what you really want to do, because I guess like you can definitely talk to your friends and family, but you really need to sit down with yourself and think about what you want to do. The last piece of advice I think might help you is taking some classes or um, even talking to someone that you're potentially like if, say, you're looking to open a store, maybe talk to someone that's opened up their own e-commerce store who who works at an e-commerce business. Um, Maybe if you want to go into nursing like myself, I actually spoke to one of my mates who um, just graduated to be a paramedic. So he's a paramedic. And I asked him about what is the degree like when you do nursing? And, you know, he taught, told me everything to be expected. Um, maybe you want to do design. Maybe you want to, I don't know, anything to do with what you want to do. You should try and take classes. So, um, lately I've actually signed myself up to Skillshare. Skillshare is a really cool website. So it's basically a website where, it's like a library full of different classes to take from productivity, design, um, they have animation, graphic design, photography, freelancing, management, accounting, like there's think there's classes across creativity, like being creative, business, technology, and lifestyle. So there's so many different classes and I've really enjoyed taking classes like the product productivity class was really good, like kind of getting your um, productivity at work under order and also your life admin as well. I took a few photography classes as well because I thought there's always something to improve as well. You're always learning and I want to improve my photography as well that I've been um, you know, showcasing on my Instagram page and my blog. So it's been really helpful. And when you sign up, you can actually get, well, at the moment, you can get two months free, um, which I think is a really valuable. And I think if you want to sign up for the year, it's like under $200. So it's actually pretty affordable. Um, and especially the amount of resources you get, it's really cool. You can try self-development courses. These are really good because it actually helps you figure out what you're good at, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, maybe something that you never thought you could do, but you want to do. So at my previous agency, my um, director there, one of the directors there encouraged me to take Personal Power 2, which is a self-development course by Tony Robbins. And it's I'm still working through it, but it's helped me incredibly to kind of think about what how I motivate myself, how I can... Um, 
feel positive every day, what I should do in terms of like different things in my life, like facing my fears and things like that. And I find it really, really, it's like learning life skills, but like on a totally, totally like easy scalable way, because I think a lot of self-development courses can be a little bit tedious, but this one's actually really practical. It is a little bit expensive, but it's very valuable. So um, like I said, there are plenty of self-development courses out there. I did the um, free 10-day Dream Life series by Lavender, which was really good. It was very valuable as well. But there's heaps of self-development courses out there. It's just about finding the right one for you. Um, But that's pretty much like all the tips that I think might help you kind of take that first step into figuring out what you want to do. But just don't fret that if you feel really like, you know, down about it. it like you said, it, you're going to feel pretty lost and you might feel a lot of uncertainty and pressure to do something. But, you know, we only have this one life and it's really about make making something or creating something or doing something that makes you feel good, makes you feel like you're bringing value to the world if that's what you want to do. Maybe making something, doing something that makes you happy, I guess. And um, until we kind of face that fear and sort of adapt to change and kind of just really get amongst the uncertainty it's when true change happens and things start rolling along so um wish me luck that I'll hopefully find a new job within the next month because I don't know how long I can be unemployed for but I'm going to use this time to really just work on my blog obviously study and really think about you know I guess what this experience has taught me what what I've learned from it And um, I'm not like going to share so much about what's happened yet, but I think that will be a really good episode to kind of talk about because people leaving roles or being fired, it actually happens every day. And I've seen it happen um, a lot. Obviously in previous roles, I've seen people getting let go or people leaving um, for a lot of different reasons and it happens. And I think because we're so young and you know, even though I don't have a family with a massive 30 year mortgage, um, it can feel really overwhelming. Like I honestly feel like I've really screwed up my life and I feel like my life is over. Like this feeling is so much worse than a breakup that I've been through. And I've been through plenty, (laughs) but this is so bad. Like I, I honestly am in the thick of it. And at the moment I feel like I can, I guess I can get through this, but just know that everything that you're feeling if you're feeling the same way as me it's completely normal and you know my sister says that things will always come and go it's it's totally normal um I'm probably gonna look in three months time and look back at this and be like oh my god like I'm so glad it it's over because it will pass and um yeah but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you found it really helpful. I'd really love to hear your um, career paths because I've definitely changed my career paths quite a couple of times so please email me at notedbeautyblog at gmail.com to share your story i might share your story on the next podcast or perhaps online and if you want to find me you can find me on instagram it's at notedbeautyblog or find more content on my website at www.notedbeautyblog.com thank you so much for sitting with me on this episode and i'll see you guys next time bye